Hello. Hi. And, <laughs> and welcome, welcome to back to season, season two. two. We go off. As you can tell, we're here and we're drunk. <laughs> Listen, okay, in kind of typical fashion, uh, we came, we drank, and we decided to record. Yeah, I figured it was time to bring back season two. I know you all missed us. Sorry for, you know, dimming the light in your life, but we're back and... Uh... <laughs> two rays of sunshine. Get ready because we're going to be orbiting a, a, a bi... A bi... I don't even know. There's two suns that are orbiting around each other and it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be know? fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic, yes. Well, but thank you all for joining us. We're so happy to be back for season two and Ethan and I are excited for what the season's going to bring. Oh, hell yeah. You know, um, I think we've been doing a lot of catching up today. You know, um, I think with the holidays and everything, we were definitely kind of uh, kind of just catch up in our personal lives. Right. And like coming back today, I think it was definitely like a point of reflection where we were just talking for a good hour or two about mm-hmm. everything that has happened like in the last season and stuff like that. And just right. like kind of it's really crazy that it's already been like what like 10 10 weeks that you said yeah, since we recorded yeah last? i counted it and it was about 10 to 11 weeks since we last released our, ep- our last episode of season one so we're back we're excited but it's definitely a little nerve-wracking i forgot how it feels to be behind a microphone but it's yes great to be here and i'd love to share a little bit about us and you know what we're looking forward to this next season so oh heck yeah so it's it's really good to get back into it and so and kind of in that kind of vein of that, what is some new developments that has been happening with us these past couple of months? Ooh, new developments. Well, the month of December was crazy. If I'm honest, Ethan was ready to go the whole time. He was like, let's yeah. just keep recording. <laughs> and I was like, I physically cannot, mentally cannot, and emotionally cannot because... And that's what we call growing folks. <laughs> <laughs> Putting boundaries. It's great. Um, boundaries? No. What are those? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, no, so this uh, December, my sister got married. To her lovely fiance, so like that was really exciting. I was her maid of honor. It was beautiful. A beautiful it was wedding. yeah, it was lovely. It was really nice. I mean, she looked amazing. I loved their colors. Mm-hmm. It was like purple and green, but like not obnoxious quite. Yeah, it was yeah. like really it was not like emo yeah. girl. It was like a beautiful kind yeah, of like color. A good scheme. blending together. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I will admit, I am a little glad it is like past because I was stressing a little bit. But isn't that what the maid of honor? supposed to do stress a little bit <laughs> i think so i think that is actually in the job description of maid of honor it really is, is. look yeah. it up online <laughs> <laughs> no but like the wedding was amazing i'm super happy for her and for her new husband um and then uh yeah just the holidays christmas and we're coming up on the new year which is crazy oh my god what about, about you it. ethan what'd you do new developments oh man well i grew a tail in these past Hey-o. like 11 <laughs> no, okay. but um no i've just I've been living my life. Um, I like sometimes winter is like a little bit hard for me, but yeah, there is like this one solace that always comes every winter, and that is snowboarding. We're getting right back into that spirit, you know. Um, I've been snowboarding since I was like eight years old, so yeah, for me, it's like always been a tradition. I didn't realize like how rare that is, like as a kid like I was very blessed because my family would always like as a unit we would all go up to the mountain together yeah every season and like it was really cool it was like a really cool family experience and so as I've become an adult it's like become an integral part of my life like even when I'm buying a car like Mm. it's like a very like 
important thing on like the criteria. I'm like, it's got to get up the mountain for snowboarding. I know. Like, I did see that like snowboarding holder. What's it called? Oh, the snowboarding rack. Yeah, yeah. the top of his car. When I walked in, I was like, he's prepared. Oh ready. yeah, be prepared. Be prepared. There no, we're go. not. We're not about to go to hoodwinked right now. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so yeah, um, I've been snowboarding a lot. Um, awesome. Kind of like the holiday season. Uh, sometimes it could be a little bit hard. Uh, but you know, I have like some family that I have like been hanging out with and like some chosen family that I also have been hanging out with. So, you know, it's been a really good season and you know, it's been really cool because I think me and Pam, like we did, you know, she had mentioned a little bit ago that like she felt like she was the one who kind of initiated the break and I felt like maybe at first that's how I felt but like honestly I was so glad you initiated (laughs) the break like as much as I wanted to keep going there's no way I could have kept going and it was nice for our relationship as well because I feel like for a while there it was just like we were podcast partners and not like friends I I totally get that and I mean this is like such a good point is to Always, I mean, set boundaries and really, like, speak what you're comfortable with and what you need. And I knew for me personally, I needed that break. Yeah. Like, as much as I love, you know, talking, as a lot of you may know, I'm a talker. <laughs> but, you know, it's just for me, especially with how crazy the holidays get and with everything that was coming up in both of our lives. Yeah. I honestly felt, you know, maybe it's time to end the season one and move on to season two. So. Yeah. And it was really good, you know, and I think it's given us some time for reflection. Right. And I think we're both really excited to bring some really cool elements this next coming season. Right. So I think uh, going forward, it's just, you know, it was really good. And I think it has kind of revitalized us and brought some new positive energy into this realm that we're about Agreed. to partake in. So. Yes, I agree. And so it's, Definitely brought us closer. I know for a second they were like, hold on, where does our friendship stand? But we're solid as ever, so. Wait, you were questioning him? <laughs> okay, yes, he's over here telling here. you all he questioned. He was like, <laughs> I was so concerned. I'm just No, kidding. no, no. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. No. Like She's a ride or die bitch, and I love her to death. <laughs> Ditto, he's my Ditto. ride or die. Oh, Partners in crime, for sure. <laughs> this is more accurate. I said, I don't know who's going to get the mugshot first, but we'll find out here soon, Ethan. folks. <laughs> oh Oh my my god but yeah so i mean let's get back right back into it like we never even missed a beat you know so a little bit of light housekeeping you know the instagram we have it it's there it hasn't (laughs) been posted on for a couple of months yeah that's also gonna change (laughs) i mean it's gonna change because we're gonna be posting but also i think again like reiterating we did need the break and i feel like it's gonna be really good going forward and i feel like we have some like new vibrant ideas to bring forward so right. the instagram is going to be we go off podcast i think we really need to iterate the little like yeah we need to have it and then we'll just dub over all the everywhere you're just gonna hear that every time every episode i said sound leveling who is she we're not even gonna worry about it i'm sorry for your drums bleeding but yeah honestly any Anywho, you can also. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely yeah. listen in, and we would love if you really enjoy it to share. I mean, that's the best way to get you know to learn something new or find out something new is word of mouth, right? Yeah. So definitely, um, thank you all for listening and sticking with us through it all. Yes, yes, I totally agree. You know. Um, and like I said earlier, we were kind of like reflecting on a little bit of like 
this past season and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think we had like some really cool like moments in there, some like mm-hmm. kind of epiphanies or like some things that we like vocalized. Because I know that both of us going into it, we both had like a little bit of fear yes. about it. Yes, I, um, I think that was the biggest part of season one was just growing our confidence and our abilities honestly to be comfortable sitting behind the mic and just talking (laughs) like i know for some people it might not sound super scary and for those of you who have wanted to be a guest or are like willing to be a guest we'd love to have you on with us because i think it's something that everyone should experience you know being able to put a little bit of who you are out there and talk about something you're passionate about and so that's for me and maybe for both of us but personally that was my huge growing point throughout season one was being able to really come to terms with who I am and just go out there, you know. Yes. Take the world by the freaking... I don't even know. What, exactly. what I don't am I saying? Know. <laughs> you know what no, I meant. Yeah, but... No, it, it was really beautiful and I think we both started to open up more. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much more you could open up than like, you know, sharing some pretty intense personal stories that we both did, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I would say even on the element, like, we got more comfortable with, like, who we were throughout the yeah. season. And I felt like we were more confident in sharing even, like, personal information. Like, or how do I say it? Like, not personal information, but, like, I guess being able to talk about personal experiences in our lives. Right. And, like, realize, like, you know, this is going to be a, a, an added experience to the podcast and not so yes. much of, like... Ex, ex, an ex, expose of sorts or something no, like that. No, yeah, I, I totally understand. And that's how I feel too is, you know, it's scary putting yourself out there a little bit, but it definitely is a growing point. And I know that a lot of you are curious. <laughs> uh, we, curious. We've gotten a lot of questions about certain topics that we want to try and d- dig deep into. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not quite sure when, what season or whatever, but I know that that first season was so good in getting us comfortable and maybe now we can start digging into things that we actually thought about when we first started our podcast. (laughs) We may or may not have, and when I say we, I mean me, I may or may not have had a little bit of a crying session last season about some of the topics that I know we want to talk about, but it's just a little, a little daunting, but I think... It's daunting, but I think we both are just kind of in the same boat in the terms of it's a little scary to open up to everything that you are and everything you've experienced. Exactly. That for us is whenever we get to a good point, I know we've talked about it multiple times when we're just hanging out, just us two, or even on the podcast, you probably heard a little bit of it through season one, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely, I know you all are curious and I love your questions, so keep them coming, but we will definitely get to a good point. Yeah, I think that kind of like leads us into like the last little part here of like kind of housekeeping is like what are some of our resolutions kind of coming into this next season and honestly like this new year like yeah i mean for me uh so kind of the split of responsibilities we're very much fluid ethan and i talk a lot about everything we're doing for this podcast but i would say he's definitely the more He's the editor. He edits everything, gets everything put together, and I always pick his brain whenever I put the social media stuff. So I guess I'm the marketer. I guess we'll qualify that. Granted, like I said, we both... (laughs) Listen, this is like a 50-50 thing. Do not let her sell you on that. Listen, I cannot be anywhere without dear Pam over here. Uh, Love you. But um, no, yeah, I feel like it's definitely, like you said, 50-50. But for me, my resolution this next year is I kind of want to post a little bit more on our, you know... Instagram page. I think that's definitely a good um, platform when you're trying to share a podcast. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, creating more 
opportunities for people to be engaged. For example, like I know earlier this season, season one, we did like a questionnaire once where we were mm-hmm. like, do you shower in the morning or at night? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that was intriguing for me to hear. So there's def- a lot of interesting yeah. takes on that stuff. And I think it'd be cool to engage more with right. people who are listening, you know, because it's yeah. a lot of interesting takes out there, like things that I never thought of or you ever thought of. And I think that's the beauty of this. You know, we're sharing a- our perspective, but then to get all of your guys' perspective also consolidated into like right. whether it's like a forum of Instagram or something like that, I think is really, truly fascinating. So yes. I would love to engage more with you guys mm-hmm. going into this, you know? Yeah. And that's definitely my goal for season two, at least is to be more engaged and active on social media and definitely maybe promote it a little bit more. We were pretty mild the first season. We'll see. I don't know, but I definitely, that's my main goal is to just have it be more of an engaging platform. No, and I agree with that. You know, I don't ever want to be that annoying person who comes to the party and is like, Have you listened to our podcast? I'm a podcaster, (laughs) just so you guys know. You You might know me. You might know me. Here, if you scan this QR code on the back of my phone, you can get a link to it. No, I don't want to be that person, but... I do think like promoting it a little bit more because there was actually a lot of people who had intrigue about it. And honestly, I think I don't know about you, but I felt like that was something that really shocked me because I was like, nobody's going to want to listen to this. You know, like, that's honestly what I, <laughs> that was my first thought, too. Can you tell that we're a little bit, you know, <laughs> are we good enough? <laughs> we might have some issues that we're work- working through, but we got this. <laughs> I got issues. You got, got them, too. too. <laughs> hey, Julia Michaels. Okay, I see. Hey, hey, yo. Um, Actually, that was my first song I karaoke to. Funny enough, really? right? Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was way too high pitched for me, if you could tell. But um, <laughs> no, I definitely think that's like what you know inspired me the most. I think Ethan and I both agree is like your input and all the people that have like supported mm-hmm. us through it all has been awesome. It's been amazing to hear, and I've had people you know text me, and you probably have too, have been like, "Yes." So when you're starting back up, I missed my podcast. Literally, I know. I, I know we're starting soon. I promise. <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be some people I'm going to have to shout out at some point because you guys really have like been encouraging right. us to keep going, and I really appreciate that because you know, <clears throat> yes, um, it it just reaffirms that like our our little dream or like our wanting to do this like. That other people support it was really cool so yes. just thank you like we wouldn't be anywhere without you guys yes know? and thank you and if you do want to shout out i know i had a, one of my friends mention this the other day but if you want to shout out please let us know i don't want to be saying someone's name without them knowing i'm about to you know say their name so oh, but if you want your story if, out there yeah. i will gladly yeah gladly let ethan know he'll yes. happily be like all right blasting this blah, person blah, blah. <laughs> they're freaking awesome so <laughs> they got their dick for the first time <laughs> You know what? You know what? We could be like a news report, right? We could really give the people like a little shout out, you know, and breaking news. It's like Gossip Girl over here. It is a little Gossip Girl ask. I love it. But yeah, definitely let us know. We love the feedback and the support and everything in between that we get from our audience and our fan base. So thank you. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. I think you summed that up beautifully. I think for me on my end, um, I want to be a little bit better with the editing. For sure, because yeah. I, I I feel like um, Pam really does a, a very thorough job, and it's like very good like time work in terms of like she will like have it posted. If we're gonna post an episode, she'll have the post ready the day before, 
And so for me, I want to get try to be more on that timetable. I think that is like kind of a goal I have for myself. Yeah. I think also something I want to try to start doing is put timestamps, even if that just means like for the first 14 minutes we're talking about the intro. I want to put that timestamp, or like if yeah. you really want to listen to like the interview that we're gonna do, I want to put the timestamp at oh, like 32 minutes or whatever. You know. Great. I think goal. that would be something that's gonna help us as well, so that you know you guys can kind of follow along and kind of like. If there's something you really wanted to hear, you can hear it. But just like to have like a kind of timetable of like how yeah. the episode is going, I think that'd be kind of cool too. That's a fantastic idea. So, Look at him; he's over here. He's the one really carrying this whole podcast. No, I'm just no, 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 <laughs> not at all. She shows up every week. You know that is huge. If it was the other we way around, we both show up. Dude. We well, it's kind of hard when it's your house, right? Like, I mean, you. he doesn't have a choice. I just yeah. knock on his door and I'm like, "I'm here. We're recording." Literally, poor thing. She like. Uh, comes and knocks on the door like I was fully aware that she was coming but I was still like I had to like throw on some pants and I didn't even have a shirt on I entered and I come to the door and I'm like hi and then like I have to be like I'm gonna go get changed real quick like poor thing like she had like made all this effort to get over here and I still couldn't get myself together over I here. mean he fails to mention I'm a late bird and I was still an hour late of when I was supposed to be here <laughs> but you know it doesn't matter we're here and we're recording yeah but Gotta love our procrastination. That's something maybe we should work on this new year. <laughs> you know, I said that 10 years ago, too. You know? That's always I'm, my I'm resolution. I'm still procrastinating on it, so. It's always my resolution. Always. One day it's going to manifest, you know? I'm hoping. <laughs> but also, um, this is going to be my goal. I'll have to make a note for myself. But at the start of the new year, I will put up a post and be like, so what are your new year goals? Because, like I said, Ethan and I love to hear from you guys. And if you have a new year goal you want to share with us. Go for it. And we'll be your mad supporter. Always, yeah. Um, But so on the note of us and who we are and being um, key to the tradition, (laughs) Pamela, what are we drinking tonight? Well, so it's kind of been a mix. So we before we started, like I said, we Ethan said this actually, we had been talking for a couple hours. So we originally had some holiday eggnog, which was we were fantastic. Very festive. You should see this house. It looked like Christmas threw up in our house right now. I mean, honestly, I'm vibing with it. Yeah. But that was the first drink we had. Now we're kind of mixing it up. I have a Dr. Pepper with amaretto. What mm. do you have, Ethan? Well, I have gravitated towards a Sprite with amaretto. Mm. I'm basically trying to make a Dr. Pepper because apparently I didn't know this, but Dr. Pepper, one of the base ingredients is amaretto. Yeah. Well, did you know that, is it 20, 23? This is right here. There's 23 ingredients in Dr. Pepper. What? And I believe, I, don't, don't quote me on this, but I'm almost 95% sure, amaretto is one of those base flavors. That's why you get that super sweet syrupy taste when you drink Dr. Pepper. That makes sense. For all you listeners, if you ever want to take Pamela out for a night on the town, just take her to Trivia Night. You're going to win those prizes. Oh, I love Trivia Night. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, where's the next Jeopardy happening? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyway. um, Oh, my gosh. Next item of business is we do need to talk about our song of the week. We're bringing that back, of course, because... We all know you love our music, right? Our music is amazing. Wink, wink. <laughs> and that sound a little bit earlier was me popping my neck. Just I don't want to get it misconstrued in any capacity. But oh my God. um, yeah. So Pamela, what is your song this week? Well, so I had to let y'all know. I was talking with my brother when he came into town this Christmas. And um, I showed him some of the music I like. I know I put some of the uh, songs up for the first season. And uh, when I showed him these this this music type, he told me he was like, "This is silk techno," and I was like, 
Oh, silk techno. This has been referenced at least three or four <laughs> times today, and I love it so much. I'm pure silk. What can I say? Um, She's got so, the silk touch, folks. <laughs> honestly. So anyway, the song that I have kind of falls in that category, I guess you could say, of silk techno. It's called Need Somebody by Jero. That's J-E-R-R-O. Mm-hmm. Love yes, the song. It's such a pretty song. It really is. I think I've noticed, maybe some of you listeners have too, if you listen to our songs, I'm very much a mellow beat type of person, so like I like techno, and I do like a variety of music, but my go-to playlist or like music I choose when I get in the car is always going to be like that soft silk techno. Yes. <laughs> but enough about my silk techno. <laughs> Her silk techno. As you can tell, I'm pretty thrilled about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, Ethan, what is your song? Well, so for me, um, as snowboarding season has kind of rolled around, um, I am going to do a little bit of a shout out here. So um, my friend Shay is actually the one who showed me this song. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. (laughs) Love you, girl. Much love. um, So she's the one who showed me this song, and it is called Free Soul by Seven Lions. Uh, featuring Skylar uh, Stone Street. Mm. And so this one is a, a techno song, um, a little bit EDM. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she had sent this song to me a couple of months ago, kind of while we were in our hiatus. Mm-hmm. And it was just a very empowering song, especially for, like, yes. the things I was dealing with in my life at that moment. Because mm-hmm. it's basically, like, saying, like, look at me now, like... um, the sunset is gold like everything like the things that you think are going to eclipse your life or the things that you think like maybe this is the end of it Mm -hmm. is really just the beginning of another journey and so for me i think especially going into the new year and just like um dealing with different situations that have maybe taken a turn for a way that i didn't expect like i feel like this song has really been kind of my anthem these past couple of weeks and so i've been really vibing with it so i definitely recommend it especially um, if you're looking for a song that can kind of empower you, this is definitely, I feel like, that kind of anthem. I agree. It's a very empowering song. We always play our songs that we picked before we start the uh, podcast episode. And yeah, this one definitely, I was telling you, it has like a swelling point where you just feel so good. Like I feel yeah. like for me personally, how I interpreted the song was my heart was growing fuller when yeah. the music got like more, I guess, It had powerful. a little bit more bravado. I don't know if yeah, that's the correct word. Yeah, I think word, that's but, the correct word. But um, yeah, it was just such a good song. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, and I think like it's so funny. For me, Like I always joke that like the two ways that you could get to my heart um, with music, if I'm not too fond of a song, is produce me a really good music video and or a drag queen lip sync. <laughs> or make me listen to it when I'm snowboarding. Oh. Because both of those things like, kind of like will like put an imprint on my heart and then yes. I will have like a certain fondness for the song even if I didn't really care for the song before. That's so. a good point. He was telling me he was listening to this when he was um, riding one of the slopes earlier and he was like, yeah, whenever the song would get awesome, I'd like take a jump and it just felt yeah. amazing. I was, was like, I can see the song while you're snowboarding. I can see Ethan snowboarding while I listen to yes, the song. Yes, yes, So cool. I know. And I think, you know, it kind of this all does kind of embark on kind of our main topic that we're going to be talking about this week. Yes. Because um, I think we're going to be talking about personalities and kind of the energies that we bring and it's really cool to always see like especially like going through these songs of the week and stuff like that you get to see like a a little bit of our personality come out in these songs or kind of like where we're at in our lives right and so i think it's gonna be a really cool topic that we're gonna divulge in yes i'm super excited about it um 
I guess, have any of you, I'll pose a question open-ended because no one's actually going to answer right away, but have any of you taken that 16 personality test podcast or test um, questionnaire, sorry, online? Anyone? No? Mm, no? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely yeah. recommend it. Thank you. Thank you, Ethan. I definitely recommend it. This is what we're going to base our uh, personality um, personalities and energies off of is the 16 personality quiz online and it is free for anyone who wants to take it mm-hmm. um, it's oddly eerily scary how accurate it is mm-hmm. <laughs> Ethan and I both talked about it a little bit before um, and yeah it just definitely kind of nails you spot on for sure yeah so um, when we're back we'll get back into that and so thank you for listening to we go off and we'll be right back with you guys And we're back. Hello. Hello again. So, <laughs> so um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, personalities and energies, as we yeah. kind of had mentioned before. Right. Um. So on that kind of note, how do you think, like, as kind of extroverted people, how do you kind of handle like a different personality when you come across it? Um. Definitely take this personality test. You'll learn a lot. But um, for me, I feel like I have a very inclusive personality. I'd like to think very much if there's a personality I don't know or someone that I can see is like a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I try to go out of my way and be like, so how's the weather? You know, just like start a conversation. That's of course. how me and Pam got started. <laughs> That's true. It was. <laughs> um, but I'm very much, I think being an extrovert, it makes it easier for me to reach out and like tackle a situation head on like i'll see someone in a party i'm like i think i know him maybe i should talk to him and i'll just be like so hey and just start talking to them so yeah that's how i think i deal with like diverse personalities but i also think there's beauty in each personality that's true it's true but how do you deal with diverse personalities ethan <sighs> you're the king of that huh? oh man no i'm not but <laughs> <laughs> so for me i think especially like going into a party setting or something like that um i think there's a little bit of that social anxiety that I think most right. people do just have just in general. I don't care how outgoing you are walking into a new situation where you don't know anyone. It can be a little daunting and yes. frightening. And so I think for me, not my tactic, but what do I try to say? Like, I think like me going into like a situation like that, I think I look for a friendly face, mm-hmm. somebody who looks approachable, yeah. start talking with them. And then before I know it, you know, I start to be the one who's kind of on offensive and is kind of going around and like introducing myself and trying to like get to uh, get to know people and not yeah. like try to encroach on their conversations, but try to just like figure out the dynamic here and like mm-hmm. try to like. No, uh, I totally kind of like that. assert myself into the conversation without being <laughs> Overly overbearing. Intrusive, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I definitely think um, once we kind of share more about our personality tests, it'll kind of explain more of that. But you and yeah. I both have very much a extroverted and I wouldn't say like aggressive approach per se, but we have more of a you go into a party, we're going to be the ones that are going to find people to talk to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or not going to be the like, we're not the personality tests. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad to be wallflower. I wouldn't say like, like I said, every personality has its there's Plus beauty in every yeah, personality. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely more like I attack it head on. If I'm uncomfortable, I'll find someone and then I'll feel, you know, less, you know, I'll feel more put in place once I can find someone I can talk to and just easily share stories or just things with, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I think that's very much me too. Yeah. Especially for me, like I feel like I gravitate towards women. 
So, like, I'll walk into a party situation. Women. <laughs> Women. No, but I'll, <laughs> I'll go into a party situation and... Um, for me as a gay man, I think it's just like women are sometimes a little bit more approachable. Yeah. Um, I, and so for me, I, I'll see someone, maybe someone who doesn't have anyone that they're talking to or whatever. I'll, I'll go and engage conversation with them, you know, and yeah. it, it's really cool to like see people light up and stuff like that too. Cause everyone has like this little spark inside them. And so like when yes. you're able to like engage with it and kind of see who your guys' personalities bubble to the top, right. it's really cool. So on the note of all of that with personalities and everything, um, as we had mentioned in our intro, we're actually going to talk about the Myers-Briggs. That's where we kind of focus a little bit of our energy on today. Mm-hmm. And kind of just like what that really means, because this is like one way of kind of understanding a little bit of who you are. Yeah. And so I thought it would be a really interesting thing to kind of divulge maybe into like our personality types that we have that are through Myers-Briggs, but then also to kind of like have that as jumping off points, because I feel like it can give you a lot of maybe not information, not everything all at once, but like it can give you a little bit of insight into somebody else that you're dealing with and maybe how they handle situations or maybe a a response would be best for that type of personality type. You know what I mean? Right. So I totally get that. It's intriguing for sure. I think um, these personality tests are very informative. And I said it once, I'll say it again. It's kind of scary how accurate they can be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And so, I mean, just looking up here, the definition and like, what is the Myers-Briggs? So um, the Myers-Briggs type indicator is the full um, test that you do. Mm -hmm. And so it is an introspective self report questionnaire uh, indicating differing psychological preferences on how people perceive the world and make decisions. Mm. And so the test is uh, basically attempts to assign a value for each of the four categories that it um, subjugates you to. So um, introversion versus extroversion, sensing versus intuition, um, uh, so there's like thinking, feeling, and yeah. judging and perceiving. So oh. uh, you get a four-letter segment that will kind of define who you are based on which one you are more, whether you're introverted or extroverted or like down the category. So right. um, there's 16 different combinations of this that you can receive. Ah, so 16 personalities. That's where it comes from. Oh, yes, I get it now. you got it. Yeah, so... Um, we're not sponsored in any capacity, but kind of the... But sponsor us. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, I feel like we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, 16personalities.com uh, is the website that we've been using. It's the one that I have used for the past like five years in terms of the Myers-Briggs Me uh, well. personality test. Yes. So it's a very good one. So on that kind of note, let's just do a little quick breakdown. Pam, what are you and what does it really mean? Yeah, so it gave me, when I took this test, it's like, you know, basic questions where it's like on a scale of agree to like disagree and, you know, it has like those mini bubbles of like mostly agree, mostly disagree, or you can Mm -hmm. stay neutral. So you answer questions like, you know, when you go to a party, you feel uncomfortable when you don't know anyone you know, and you would, you know, answer based on your personal feelings Mm -hmm. about that. So, um, anyway, after doing that test, I got a protagonist personality, which is (laughs) pretty funny. Um, It's ENFJ-A. Okay, and that last letter is uh, assertive or turbulent. Yes. So, you can still be that personality type, but it kind of just... That's the fifth category you're in. But anyways. But yeah, so since I'm the A, I guess I'm the assertive type, which I definitely think has changed. Like, as Ethan said, we've... 
both have talked about this. This is something that we like really enjoy, but I have taken this test three times, once like five years ago, another time like a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and then I just retook it. So it kind of shifts depending on where you are at in life, I would say. So being assertive is kind of something I think that I have grown more into, something yes. that I have learned and I have become more, I guess, aggressive or assertive in some cases. Mm -hmm. But I'll give you my brief introduction. <clears throat> What I love about this platform is it gives you like introductions, strengths and weaknesses, like how you'll respond in romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, all of these things that for a lot of people sometimes it might seem daunting, but it gives you a little bit more of an insight into how you think and how you react to certain situations. Yes, yeah. But my introduction is protagonists feel called to serve a greater purpose in life. Thoughtful and idealistic, these personality types strive to have a positive impact on other people and the world around them. They rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy. Yes, that is that is very Pamela. I mean, you're so sweet. It definitely, like, I would say um, I can be a protagonist at some points, uh, especially within my family or just even at work. There's some cases where I've had to, like, take that leadership role. Uh -huh. And I think that's why, you know, I fit into this category because it says right here, like, protagonists are born leaders. Um, they're common among, like, politician coaches and teachers. So it's definitely, for me, I think I can fit in that category because I definitely feel I sometimes force myself to be a leader in yes. certain cases, but I would love to hear your introduction, Ethan. Tell us about what well, your personality type is. I mean, before I get is. into that, though, like, especially that last part that she just iterated, I feel like sometimes um, when when I'm looked to to be the leadership role, I feel like I sometimes look at you, <laughs> and I'm like, Pam, what do we really do? Because I'm like, why are people looking at me to be the leader? I'm like, Pam's a true leader. She <laughs> is the true protagonist of the story. Aww, well, thank you. I mean, I've had a few friends be like, you're the mom of the group. You, you figure things out. And so, yeah. like... We'll go into a venue or something, and I'm the first one to walk right up. Be like, "So we need a table. Where are you sitting, us?" You know? Yeah, exactly. She's very good about that. I can She's... be assertive when I need to, and that's Ooh, where the dash that's where a, the dash comes, a in. comes in. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I am a campaigner, which is very similar to Pam. Yeah. Uh, we are actually only a letter off, so I am. Um, ENFP dash T. So ah. that means that I'm extroverted, intuitive, uh, I feel, and I am prospecting. And mm. that T means turbulent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turbulence. Anyway. So a little bit of an introduction into a campaigner is uh, campaigners are truly fear spirit, free spirits, mm. outgoing, open hearted, and open minded. With their lively, upbeat approach towards life, they stand out in any crowd. Even though they can be the life of the party, campaigners don't just care about having a good time. These personality types run deep as they are, as does their longing for meaningful emotional connections with other people. Aww. So, so what you're hearing here is that, <laughs> yes, he can be a party animal, but yes, he can also care about people, you know? He's I, not just yeah. the drinking buddy. He's also the person you call if you're going through something, you know? Right. No, I definitely get that. Like you said about mine, I think yours is very fitting to who you are as a person because... I've always known Ethan. He's always been so caring. So, like, Aww. he's really the first friend, I guess I should say. Like, the first friend that's always there, regardless. <laughs> so, like, it really shows that this, these, like, personality tests really hit it, like, right on the I nail, know. right on the head. Because it really just shows that 
They're, they're right. That's exactly who you are. And this, this is just like the introduction. We haven't dived deep into like all the minor portions of right? it. Right. Okay. There's so much, right? So like I, I really do recommend this website. Again, not sponsored, but this website <laughs> is just very insightful, right? So um, as we kind of scroll towards the bottom of the page, it will give you like people who are kind of in your category as well. And it's kind of insightful to who you are. I don't know about you, Pam, but when I was like kind of going through this, I was like, oh no, I figured out exactly who I am. So before I go into that, I'll just read off some of the people that I have here. So I have Robert Downey Jr., Robin Williams, Quentin Tarantino. Um, Let's see. I have Russell Brand, who was (laughs) married to Katy Perry. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Will Smith. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, and then like fictionally, I have like Michael Scott, Spider Man, oh, um, cool. or Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, um, and Peter Malark from The Hunger Games. <gasps> Peter Malark, I know. I so... had a hot crush on him. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, and Willy Wonka. Forgot about that one. Oh, yeah. Don't forget Willy so, Wonka. But what's kind of crazy, and I don't know about you, but like, so when I was looking at like all these people that I have in common with. I realize it's kind of like the self-deprecating comedians. Like it's like the <laughs> it's the people who like really like kind of put themselves out there yeah. and they're just like, here I am. I mean, but that's who yeah, you are. It's kind of like me. take it or leave it. This is Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that. We're also controversial. That's what I'm looking for my list. I'm like, oh lord. <laughs> With the exception of like Kelly Clarkson here, I'm like, all of you bitches. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so protagonists that I relate to, I guess, um, we have Barack Obama, okay, Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> John Cusack, cheese and crackers, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lawrence, Maya Angelou, and then now fictional, we got Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, Morpheus from The Matrix. Um, okay. I haven't really watched The Matrix, so you have to put, you know, inform me about this. Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) That I feel like you're really bored too. Yes. Oh, I hate this one though. Skylar White from Breaking Bad. I don't like her. (laughs) Oh. Um, So yeah. Oh, and Celie Booth from Bones. I love that guy. Oh my God. He is stunning. But did you hear that? You literally have a literal president (laughs) under yours. I have freaking clowns. Okay. (laughs) Wait, you mean Robin Williams? Come on. I mean, yeah. Come on. I like yours. Oh, thank you. I, I like yours. I honestly. can't believe they compared me to Skylar White, though. I'm really pissed. I'm a, I'm a, I'm sorry for you. I really am. I don't like her. If you watch Breaking <laughs> Bad, you may know why. But anyway. Yeah. And then the last little bit that we're going to go through on the 16 personalities, and then we'll move on from it, um, is we were going to like talk about like our strengths and kind of weaknesses, because I feel yes. like that's kind of a good little highlighting point as well. Exactly. Because um, it really does give you some insight into like some of the things that, like obviously... Uh, you bring forward when you're like engaging with other people but then mm-hmm. also some of the things that sometimes could be your downfall a little bit right um so i know for like me um some of my strengths are actually that i'm curious um really? <laughs> he doesn't come gay overnight <laughs> but he's curious he's perceptive enthusiastic an excellent communicator, festive, and good-natured. So, I mean, that's kind of sweet, right? You know, I kind of like very those. Sweet. And then as we get into <laughs> the weaknesses... Yeah. Those weaknesses just roast you, I will admit. They do. And, like, you're just sitting here just like, fuck. But it's funny. So, I have people-pleasing, unfocused, <laughs> disorganized, overly accommodating, 
overly optimistic and restless. I don't, I don't know where they got. Yeah, this I one. have no idea. But it doesn't really fit me at all. <laughs> don't lie now. <laughs> I feel like I was misread. I think I. Was I think pandering. I answered the questions incorrectly. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I mean it's. Always tough. We're, I feel like humans are prideful people. <laughs> so yes. having, you know, your strengths, you're feeling awesome. You're like, yeah, I'm really awesome. People, I'm great at communicating. I'm good yeah. natured, you know. And then you go to the weaknesses and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's oh, me. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah so me. me and Pam had kind of gone over this before we had started. And mm-hmm. watching her, she would like read a weakness. And then we, we read like the little blurbs under each of them. And she'd be like, Oh my god! Oh god! Oh my god. Oh, this is me. They this got is me. me. I'm they trapped. Got me <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what well, about you? Yeah. So, um, my strengths under my personality type is I'm receptive, reliable, passionate. Mm. Ooh, passionate. Altruistic. <laughs> yes. And charismatic. Very, so, very, very pan. I'm just. A big personality. <laughs> um, and then we go to the weaknesses, and I'm just like, don't call me out now. Uh, but it says, unrealistic. <laughs> I'm overly idealistic. Okay. I am condescending. So I'm sorry if I ever was condescending towards any of you. I really I feel like did that not was mean the one it. that didn't really stick out in my head. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really hope I'm like that person that, like, I think it's funny because, like, you know, in my strengths, it's like, you really like to listen to every opinion and, like, learn more about people. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I come down to condescending. It's like, but basically when you talk to them, you are patronizing and just rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> anyway, um, condescending, intense. Doesn't that, like, isn't passionate, intense the same? I, don't know. I think so, yeah. Um, and then I'm overly empathetic. That one I relate to too hard because um, <laughs> I tend to be very similar to that characteristic. So, that is my strengths and weaknesses. Wow. I mean, it's very um, enlightening, I will say. It's kind of shocking to be able to answer a few questions and all of a sudden you feel like you understand your personality better. Well, I mean, I, I, it's really cool, though, because like, I think with yours especially, I had like done some research onto it like a couple weeks ago. Like I was just oh, kind of curious. Oh, I talking and about then, like, that, yeah. Just like some of the things that it brings up, especially about like protagonists, um, I was just like, wow, like... I really see Pam in this way, like, or that you have, like, such a love for the world, you know, you have, like, so much love, and you're so willing to give so much love to everyone, and unfortunately, I feel like some people do kind of take that for granted, or take advantage of it, Right. and I feel like I, I, it just breaks my heart, because, like, I see Pam, like, she will, like, give her all for any assignment, especially when it comes to, like, social engagements that I've seen her partake in, she'll give her entire self and so beautiful, but then I see her so stressed out, and I'm like, I need to help her. But then I'm like, I don't know if there's anything I can do to help her. I'm like, I, I just know. gotta, I gotta just step back and let it happen. A little, I mean, you know? that's just kind of how it is. I mean, that's kind of what I feel like with each personality type. There's such beautiful people in this world, but I don't know. There's also people that can be kind of nasty and take advantage mm-hmm. of these, you know, your strengths or your weaknesses. Exactly. I mean, the overly empathetic, like just a little deep dive, that one I feel like I've really has hit home pretty mm-hmm. hard because I am one, I would say for most part, if like my friends or something tells me something that's hurting them, I either want to try and fix it to like make them feel better or I just like take it on as my own. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry, you're not going through this by yourself. And I carry it. And so sometimes, you know, if someone's 
manipulating that. <laughs> it's like they're telling me everything just so they can get it off their chest and be like, yeah. okay, life's good. And then, you know, I'll be the one, like, worrying about them when they've already, like, moved on. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the only downside. I mean, I can see it being a weakness, but I don't know. I No, I, I think you're you're great. Oh, my goodness. You're great, Ethan. Oh, I mean, goodness. I love your personality. I love the campaign. It's so cool. I love how oh. you tell me more about that. No. I will have to, honestly, I want to deep dive into Ethan's personality type. I'm one that's like, <laughs> share, share who you are. So, like, if you're willing to share, go for it. Um, I'll send you my first draft of my autobiography. <laughs> <Of> your autobiography. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I definitely recommend. Like, you don't have to, you know, go super deep in it, but I think it's something that will help you kind of really understand where you're coming from and yeah. understand why you react to certain things or how you're going to, you know, make decisions throughout life. So. I completely agree. You know, and I think that just leads to like a bigger conversation, like about like energies and stuff like that. Cause yes. I think it's what's so crazy. And like, you know, uh, here's one thing I will kind of preface, right? So, um, Myers Briggs, while it is like, a, I really appreciate it and I think it's a, a, a great tool. Yeah. Obviously, it shouldn't be taken as exact science, right? right? You know, it's, it's still within the kind of like, realm of like pseudosciences a little yes. bit you know and that's and not it, ever solid <laughs> it's never solid right? right yeah so i mean i think it's okay don't crucify me at the cross here for you this, better but, not uh, um but i think it's like a little bit more reliable obviously than i think like astrology but i it, it's not gonna give you like okay i i know this person's a campaigner now i know everything they need now to know i know exactly them. how to approach exactly them. no but i, I mean, think yeah go for it no you're good i would you mentioned astrology i have never been a huge fan of astrology like it's intriguing i will say but i've always thought like the characteristics or like whenever you get your astrology reading it's kind of been very general it's it like it can fit towards a lot of people and i think that's why they make it like that so like you know i got an astrology reading and it was just like well, since you're a Virgo, you are, you know, about to have a huge event happen in your life. And, you know, you need to be open-hearted. And I know it's going to be tough, but, you know, just keep Which pushing through. Which applies to anything. And I was like, so that applies to this event and this event and this event? I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, yeah, just, exactly. It applies to a lot. But maybe that's why astrology works is because it is so general i don't know and then maybe it's just more of like that introspecting of looking into yourself and Mm -hmm. like kind of like examining these different things and then it can maybe help you prepare for certain situations and stuff like that you know like i mean that's something that i've had to think about or like maybe yes it might be a red herring or whatever you want to say but Mm -hmm. like um even dating someone and being like oh they're they're a a Libra or whatever, like, yeah. um, oh God, I don't want to associate with that. Like maybe it's not so much that they're a Libra, but like, because like you already have these inclinations of what it is. Like, yes, you can make anybody into anything you want, but knowing like, okay, this is something I don't want in a relationship or something like that. I think these pseudosciences, while probably not the best tool can help you kind of like rationalize like, okay, maybe this yeah. person I don't want in my life Make or something a like that. better informed decision. A, a little sense. bit more of an informed decision yeah. instead of just going blind into a situation. You right, know? right. I mean, I know I have a few friends that are interested in astrology and maybe we'll do an episode on that. Like I said, we're looking for guest speakers. So we if really you're really are. interested in it, I would love to hear more because... I mean, yeah, maybe I don't believe in astrology, but if someone has such a firm like belief in it and like really seems to understand it, 
I love to hear it. I know that you and uh, Becky had talked a lot about it. Yeah. Astrology with me. And I was just like, that is so intriguing. Because, like, I do like learning those new things. And I'm very much perplexed but also intrigued when I Mm -hmm. find something new. And I'm just like, tell me more. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right? But, I mean, it's kind of crazy because I feel like as humans, like, regardless of, like, if we're fitting into these boxes or not, like... I feel like there is like a real connection. Like it's it's kind of crazy for me, like especially looking at the personality types. Like I am drawn to a lot of people because there's like four segmented groups, mm-hmm. right? And so like the group that me and you are a part of are called the diplomats. Yes. And so um, that is one of the four groups. But I'm, I have a lot of diplomats in my life. And so that encompasses four different personality types, right? Okay. Um, but I noticed that a lot. And then there is like a personality type that is like completely different from me, the INTJ. Um, and I seem to have a lot of those type of people in my life. They're ah. probably architects, but like, it's kind of crazy. Cause like, yes, it's a pseudoscience or whatever, but there is like a little bit of merit to it because it's like, yeah. I seem to associate myself with like certain groups of people, not to say that I can't associate with other groups of people, right. but like some of my core people that I have in my life all kind of seem to fit into certain categories, you know? Right. I mean, and I think that could also kind of be woven into like, energies personally and very much i i do believe in like certain people give off vibes or energies you know it's uh maybe this is why like how i approach people at parties it definitely depends on like the vibe or energy you're giving me if i walk in and i see like you know a few people and i could just totally tell they're not into talking to me like it's just something i'm reading off of them mm-hmm. i and probably it, won't it might not even have to do anything to do with you but it's just no. you sense that vibe i just sense yeah. something that was like maybe that's not the best choice at this moment like that doesn't mean i won't talk to you later on in the party and if you want to talk to me go for it <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm always an open book come come talk with me but energies i think that's also probably why you um i guess are driven to certain groups of people like you were saying is because they give off an energy or a positive vibe that you can definitely engage with and you get along with for sure mm-hmm. but yeah oh. it's very intriguing so yeah i think this is like a kind of good introduction into like kind of personalities and stuff like that obviously like this is like a huge topic and again it's mm-hmm. interwoven into a lot of different um intersectionality in terms of right. like who we are and everything but i think as humans we try to get this like moment of connection and so I think this is just another way for us to try to connect with each other. And mm-hmm. so it's really beautiful. It is. But um, anything else that you want to add to it? Um, No, I think we nailed down all the personalities. Uh, once again, we'll definitely attach the link for the 16th personality. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we come back, we're definitely going to talk about our rants because we are going off. off. You will hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. And so, Pam, what were kind of your takeaways from today's episode? Yeah, I think for me, I definitely want to enjoy the beauties of each personality. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very informative that it, like, talked about my strengths and weaknesses throughout this uh, personality test. But I kind of want to challenge myself a little bit because you're right how, like, some people give off energies and vibes. And maybe I should challenge myself to go after those that... so not the vibe i would normally go for but like might as well attempt it i don't know i definitely like 
pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I've noticed that's mm-hmm. something I enjoy is to be like, all right, how far am I going to push myself? So yeah. that's something I learned. Maybe it's a little bit more about myself than like, you know, the personality test. But that's I, exactly. What about you, Ethan? What's your takeaway? Well, I will say like hearing your perspective, because like, to be honest, like me going into like different situations, especially parties, I think it's easy to like, real for me at least to figure out like kind of like, who you are based on how you interact at a party or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because it's, like, probably the most social... One of the most social things you could do, right? Like, yes, it's, like, agreed. a very interactive thing. But to hear that I'm not kind of alone, like, hearing kind of your perspective on, like, how you kind of handle party situations made me feel a little bit more comfortable because yeah. I was, like, am I really... Like, I, I feel like I was having imposter syndrome because I was, like, I don't know if I really am who I feel like I am because wow. I'm, like, am I really, like that guy who goes to the party and like makes friends or whatever because like i don't know yes <laughs> no but i get what you're saying i don't know but like i was i think it was really cool to just hear your perspective and i mean like i said it's always like a very insightful thing to hear about like especially your best friend mm-hmm. about like kind of where they're coming from and so just to yeah. hear about your your dynamic energy that you have over <laughs> here and you really are Aww. the lead character so that was really fascinating to me so well it- I'm happy. That makes me happy. And yeah, you're more than welcome to look more at my personality. You'll find a oh, lot of I things will. about me. <laughs> um, so yeah, but that's definitely a great episode. Once again, we'll post that link so you can all um, take that test. Oh, but, yeah. And so kind of going into this next section, you know. Yes. Oh, my God. I, to be honest, I have missed this. <laughs> I have like gotten a category going of things I want to fucking rant about. He has so, a whole list now. I do. I do. So this is like the thing that bubbled to the top for me. So, you know, this week we're going to be going off, you know. We're going so off. So for those of you who are just listening in for the first time, this is where we talk about a little thing that pissed us off this week. That's and we right. go as long as we need to <laughs> to get it off our chest. That's why we're going off. <laughs> That's why we're going off, bitch. That's, this is where the title came from. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what the podcast is about, okay, I'm just kidding. He's very passionate I'm about very this. Passionate well, about Ethan, this. I think you should start. I feel like you got a lot to take off your chest. Oh, so yeah. tell me, what are you going off about? Okay, so this week my rant is going to be about TikTok. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> taking it head on. I really am. I'm taking the government or whoever. I don't know who owns it. Who owns China. TikTok? <laughs> China. I no, think I'm it is, kidding. but I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, God. Lord Almighty. Have mercy. But anyways. <laughs> so this week, my rant is going to be about TikTok, right? You know, I think TikTok has become a really integral tool as part of our society. Yeah. You know, I actually benefited from it last night. You know, um, I had a friend. Uh, shout out to you, Cody. Um, hey, Cody. Hey, Cody. But you, Hope you don't mind. We're sharing your we're name. We're sharing your name. Here we go. This is a, a new... New thing we're trying this year, you know? <laughs> Might as well. But anyways, um, so he had found this recipe for an amaretto and a Corona that supposedly tastes like Dr. Pepper if you drink it. Mm-hmm. So it just opened this whole avenue last night where we were, like, drinking all these different drinks. You know, we tried it with, um, you know, like, different sodas. We tried it with eggnog, which was hella good. I mean, that's where we got the idea today for the holiday eggnog. So, you know, it was, like, a really cool idea. And I think... There is like some tools that you can get. Obviously, there's a conspiratorial <laughs> part of TikTok that I am really not a fan of because it yes. just people will take it at face value and that there's no fact checking and I just do not appreciate that. Right. But there is a certain 
little social thing that has happened directly from TikTok that really pisses me off. And because I am the DJ, especially at work or mm-hmm. in just a lot of different situations, I car, seem to yeah. I seem to run into this a lot where I will be playing a song such as but not exclusively too. Um, the song Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. I'm sure most of you by this point has wa- have watched Wednesday. Yes. And all of you have seen the iconic dance that I mean, I even have rewatched about 15, 20 times. <laughs> right. But I have played this song just because I love this song from Lady Gaga. And I don't know how many people have come up to me and have said the literal phrase, is that the song from TikTok? Oh. And for some reason, the song pisses me off because songs existed before TikTok, folks. And I hate to break it to you. I really do. But guess what? Lady Gaga wrote the song in 2011. It was a part of the Born This Way deluxe album. Okay. This was before, before TikTok, TikTok was even a thing. Okay. So I get it. It's, uh, it's very trendy. And I'm glad that you guys are expanding your, your musical vocabulary. But realize again that music it's not from TikTok. It's not from TikTok. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, this is what we're going off about. So I think that was just something that has been getting me and I have friends who literally will say that whenever a song's playing because they know how much it pisses me off. Beware. So friends, if you do this to me, you might incur the wrath of Ethan. But the song is not from fucking TikTok, okay? The song was made it's in 1971. It's from an artist. <laughs> There's Stevie an artist. <laughs> okay? <laughs> TikTok user 12345 did not write this song, okay? <laughs> Ashley from Ohio did not dance the first dance to this song, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Don't be sorry. This is pure <laughs> This is pure rage, everyone. You're, you're witnessing it now. God, I sound like such a... Such a boomer over here, but it's yeah. okay. Well, but I, I do get your frustration. Artists create the songs, not TikTok. It's yeah. only because there's like a quick 30-second yeah, blurb. I would love to hear you sing any other part of the song besides the 15 seconds that are on TikTok. And <laughs> yeah. a high pitch, and I dance, dance, dance with my... Yeah, anyways. So that's me. Wow, I'm yeah. Done. I'm done. <laughs> Beautifully said. Thank you, Ethan, for your rant. I appreciate it. And we should all learn from Ethan. The song is not from TikTok. It's from an artist. So please inform yourself of who sings the song, give them the proper credit, because they did create they and did. sing the song. They did. There was a lot of effort put in. So that's right. All. Right. Well, beautifully said. Um, my rant <laughs> is about... Oh, I know this uh, one. <laughs> don't sue me. You can't sue me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a brand called Norton. <laughs> it's a like Norton. computer virus protector brand that you can download onto your laptop or console or whatever. Um, but I've been really frustrated with them. So like what ended up happening is like, I guess we were on like annual renewal um, mm-hmm. But we didn't approve annual renewal. We had just bought it for like a year. <laughs> so oh, then okay. when I took a look at our account statements, I saw, you know, Norton took out a payment of $150. God and I was bless. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I Honestly. need that money back. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I'm made of gold? Like... I, I guess. And like, they didn't even like email us. There was no communication oh, that they Lord. were about to take this funds. What I also thought was weird was our renewal wasn't said to expire until December. When I like took a deeper look into it, I was like, why is it on automatic renewal? It was switched to automatic renewal by the company. 
and sue. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I won't sue you. You won't sue me. But like, um, <laughs> no, but like, and then I took a look, and like the, our current like contract doesn't expire until December, and they took this out like right around Black Friday. And I'm just what like, that is not December, folks. I mean, it was literally Black Friday, and I was just like, um, excuse me, December hasn't even started, and you're already taking money for the next year. Like, no, 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 so, no. I had to call him because I was raging. I was ready to get my money back because that's oh, bullshit. Yes. Bitch better have my money. <laughs> exactly. So I called him and I <laughs> was really nice. I will say I'm not one of those people to like just go off on whoever answers the phone because I've Ironic. been that person. <laughs> I've been the person on the other side of the phone. So, you know, I called and I'm just like, hey, I want a refund. Like, this is my account. Just give me the refund. That's all I want. Yeah. And literally, this individual held me on the phone for 20 minutes asking <laughs> the same question. Are you sure there's not anything we could do to make you stay? We'll give you half price for a year. Oh, we could throw in, you know, the deluxe package and all just all these things. I'm just looking like, you know, on the phone, just like staring into the abyss and i'm just like i just want my money back and i said i've said this to him like 15 times oh and he God. keeps rebuttaling being like you're sure there's not anything we could anything. do and i'm just like this call could have been done in five minutes if you had just taken my first three answers of no no and no i'm ready to take give me my money back like you didn't even like authorize this transaction just give yeah. me my money back oh and so like on the phone for about 30 minutes and finally he's like all right, I can get you your refund. Just give me a moment. It takes him like 10 minutes to process this refund. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you have all of my information, obviously, because you can see everything, my card and everything that's on oh automatic God. renewal. Oh, I was I'm so, so pissed. Sorry. You're good. I was just living. So finally, you know, after he did all this, he's like, can you complete the survey <laughs> rating how well I did? And I was like, I think your company should get, like complete the survey because obviously you excelled at keeping me on the phone for longer than needed just to try and keep me on this thing. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't, don't want, want it. answer, to be honest. I don't want it! Like, <laughs> I've said that 25 times at this rate. And like, I'm not lying when I said I had to say no like every 30 to 45 seconds. He'd say something. God. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'm not interested. I really just want the refund. No, didn't you hear me? No. <laughs> oh, and then you get probably like those intense emails afterwards. Like, yeah. we're, we're so sad to see you go. Is exactly. there anything we could do to keep you? Well, it's like that boyfriend who is already terminal <laughs> and they're not getting the hint that you're done. No, you know? exactly. It's, that's how I was feeling. And like, even when it like went to like, you know, trying to find the customer service number on their website, you had to go through like all the in and outs. You had to click like this one button led you to this one page, click another button led you to another page. And then you have to go through like all the questionnaires. Well, like, like not oh. even the, I like couldn't find it. And finally I found the number on like this, you know, about us page. And it's like this itty bitty number in like oh five, you know, five fonts. Five fonts, yeah. And it's just like, how is anyone supposed to find this? <laughs> oh my Luckily God. I didn't have a long wait. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But please, if I say no, I want my money back, just take it at face value. I'm obviously calling because I want my money back. There's nothing you could do to entice me. At no, that at that point, like, there's nothing. Like, if someone gets to that rage of calling you to be like, what are you doing? Give me my money. I am very doubtful they'll be like, oh, that's a great deal. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. No, they're just pissed off at you at that point. And to reference this episode, you don't mess with these fucking protagonists and campaigners, okay? Oh, We're pissed. Yeah. It's game fucking over. pissed. And so I was just like, you know what? You could keep talking to me. I'm still going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> um, so... Oh, anyway, that's my rant. I'm oh just very gosh. fed up with these corporate companies taking your money without even like letting you know they're taking your money. <laughs> and that, my dear Pamela, Ugh. is that on late stage capitalism. Oh. <laughs> Fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my uh, god. Well, thank you all for listening to our beautiful rants and our yes. beautiful episode. Um, we are excited to continue on with the season. We're hoping to have more guest speakers. And like I said, if you're interested, please text Ethan and I or mm-hmm. reach out to us on our um, Instagram page. We do have direct messaging, so you can direct it, uh, message us that way. Um, but other than that, please follow us on our social media page. And if you want to leave a like and a review, we would greatly appreciate yes, it. Yes, we really would. And so, you know... I, well, maybe you know. You're going to know. But you're going to just have to tune in next week because you know what? What are we going to do, Pam? We're, we're going, going off. off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>